0: Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. From that time on, after Peter confessed that Jesus was the Messiah, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must undergo that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. And Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord. This must never happen to you. But Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? For the Son of Man to come is to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay everyone for what has been done. Truly, I tell you, There are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Today we hear some tough words from Jesus. Just last week in the preceding verses from Matthew, Jesus calls Peter the rock on which God will build the church. And then today we read just a few short verses later and Peter, and he tells Peter, get behind me, Satan. What a switch. That happened fast, didn't it? From the rock to Satan. Just like that. Jesus is explaining to his disciples just what it means that Peter has called him and named him Messiah. Jesus says that he will undergo great suffering and death and then three days later rise again. But Peter doesn't want to hear any talk about it. doesn't want to hear about suffering. And he gets a good scolding from Jesus. And then comes these mysterious words from Jesus. Deny yourselves. Take up your cross. Those who lose their lives will find them. Imagine what it would be like to lose everything. It actually isn't that hard to imagine lately, is it? I watched in horror, as did many of you, the fires in Maui burn to ashes an entire community. Climate change continues to threaten communities all over the world with increased fires and floods and hurricanes and tornadoes and earthquakes, increasing our anxiety and the threat of great loss. What would it look like to lose everything and to start over? to be without our homes and our belongings. Now most of us sitting here today will likely never experience a great loss due to natural disaster, but all of us at some point will experience a great loss of some sort because we are not immune to the suffering of this world. Spiritual writer Richard Rohr contends that eventually all of us will have to lose at something eventually there will be at least one situation that we cannot fix or control or explain or change or even understand. We will be led to the edge of our resources, he says, no longer able to depend on what we know or what we can will. And it will feel like losing everything, like losing our lives. But, he says, it will also be the beginning of a spiritual adventure that will lead to an even deeper, more meaningful life. On Wednesday this week, during our Bible study that we have each week here just behind us, I invite you to join us. But during that Bible study, we asked each other, what does it mean, these mysterious words of Jesus, to deny ourselves and take up our cross, to lose our lives, and in in the process, save them? After all, Jesus is the one who loses everything for our sake. He's the one who doesn't repay evil with evil, but offers forgiveness to those who persecute him. So to take up the cross, as Jesus did, is to stand always in the center of the world's pain. Not just to glance in the general direction of suffering and then slide away, but to dwell there to identify ourselves with those who are aching and weeping and screaming and dying. To insist that our comfort isn't worth it unless the least in the lost can share in that comfort too. Taking up the cross, means recognizing Christ crucified in every suffering soul and body that surrounds us and then pouring our energies into our lives and our lives into alleviating that pain no matter what the cost. It means accepting against all the lies of our culture that we will die. It means following up that courageous acceptance with the most important question that we can ask. Given my inevitable death, how shall I spend this brief, singular, God-breathed life? And I think we find the answer to that question, at least some of it, in the reading from Romans today. How shall we live our life to the fullest knowing that we too are journeying toward our own deaths? We are called to let love be genuine, to hate what is evil, and hold fast to what is good. We are invited to rejoice in hope and be patient in suffering and persevere in prayer. We are to extend hospitality, not just to our friends, but even to strangers and those who are not typically welcomed. To take up the cross and deny self means that we bless others, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep, and live in harmony with one another. And we do not ever repay evil with evil. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who is an activist and writer and martyr during the World War II, wrote challenging and oft-quoted words about the cost of discipleship in his book by the same name. Bonhoeffer wrote, As we embark upon discipleship, we surrender ourselves to Christ in union with Christ's death. We give over our lives to death. The cross is not the terrible end to an otherwise God-fearing and happy life, but it meets us at the beginning of our communion with Christ. He says, as Christ bears our burden, so we ought to bear the burdens of our fellow man. The call to follow Christ always means a call to share the word of forgiveness. The Christ-like suffering that is the Christian's duty to bear. In short, Christ calls us to die. He is our death and our life, and we suffer with Christ by bearing the burdens of one another. We come to this table with hands wide open. Life is filled with danger and risk, and over and over again we are called to let go and to trust and to receive the gifts of grace that will sustain us amid our anxiety and struggle. We are given a community of support, words of hope, a meal that satisfies, and even empty silence that is full of promise. Sometimes losing everything is what leads us to our truest selves or a deeper, simpler, fuller life. Sometimes losing everything means finding God. Amen.